Welcome back, everybody. So we are in. We made it through the first round. The first round is always the longest. Any, t- any tournament you ever watch, the first round is always the longest. It takes the most time to get through. We've got it figured out. We're in a nice rhythm. So we're going to push through rounds two, three, all the way to the final now. And for those of you who are just now joining in, we are doing a Disney princess throwdown. Bow, 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 bow. I knew that, you would actually, find an was... excuse to do it again. <laughs> That was actually more like Beethoven's fifth instead of. The, I know that uh, that was that that was very different. That was not dun, the dun, siren. Dun, dun. That was not the sirens going. But oh, I'm all right. Male. All right. Okay. So we're not so going to do a quick beverage. recap. Yep. Sorry, yep. really quick. So let we're going to go in here. straight into it. Yeah. Let me go throw this it. in really quick. We're not going to do a beverage. We're just going to jump right into the tournament. So AJ, why don't you go ahead and give us a recap of round one? All right, so basically here's how it goes. We've got the two brackets, six people in each for the old school and new school. In the first round, we had Ariel versus Aurora and Snow White versus Cinderella in the old school bracket. Uh, Ariel advanced fairly easily over Aurora, whereas Cinderella pulled off a slight upset over Snow White, largely because neither one of us were big fans of Snow White singing. In the new school categories, we've got Rapunzel getting all three categories on Tiana. And then, much to to Brandon's disgust, we end up with Merida losing to Pocahontas. Once again, largely due to the lack of songs in Brave. And to start off our second round, we end up with a powerhouse matchup between Ariel and Belle. So this is... And this is Belle's first matchup. Yep. So and again, our, our categories, just to recap, our categories are leadership, who you'd want in a fight, and their singing chops. So yep. just a recap on that. So let's jump in. Ariel versus Belle. So we've already kind of gone over Ariel uh, in her matchup with Aurora. Just to recap, spoiled kid, a lot of growth on the way up to the end of the movie uh, in terms of her leadership. In battle, you know what she went up against? She went up against the the sea witch. Mm-hmm. Impressive, and then singing while she's not our fa- none of her songs are our favorites in the movie. Nevertheless, she has undeniable quality singing chops, uh, recognized both in universe and out. Belle is clearly a very intelligent leader, very well read, uh, very thoughtful. Not going to rush into decisions. Not a whole lot of rashness with Belle, which if Ariel weren't rash, probably could have avoided almost all of the problems she had in the movie. True. Yeah, she's kind of a recluse. Like she's hidden away, tucked away, hidden from the world and doesn't interact with anybody. Like She's not a leader of the town. Everybody thinks she's odd. She's the oddball out. She's she's definitely not a leader. And even when it comes into the conflict with the beast. I mean, like, sure, she supports him excellently, and I'm sure she would be a wise support group, but not doesn't demonstrate in the movie any leadership at all. Kind of an ideal candidate for an advisor role, but yeah. not necessarily as the decider, not and the she's, decision I'm, maker. She's, I mean, she's shown so many. And this this one's going to hurt me too, I think, because Belle shows so many good virtues, like the sacrificing yes. for her father, like. She has all of the virtues. It's just that her movies don't demonstrate anything. So kind of like... And so I I would argue that... So that is a type of leadership that she's demonstrating. However, if we're talking about, again, their royalty. Right. 
their royalty. And so if we're talking about ruling a kingdom or governing an area, those virtues are still really important. But we're also looking for that ability to manage uh-huh. people. And the only thing we really get from that is she's able to kind of elevate the work of the staff in the castle. Yeah. But even them, they, they're really high level already. Yeah. And so it's awesome that she's able to help kind of bring them to a new level. But I don't know that she brought anything necessary for them. Right. And similarly so with the fighting, would... she's doesn't really so yeah sorry you were getting ready to claim i was gonna say Ariel so i feel like for the leadership the, right for the for the leadership ariel's got it and then i yep. i see where you're going with the fighting and yeah same thing right bell doesn't dem- even when gaston is storming the castle she runs she's not afraid of it she runs right through it but no. she just kind of goes there to be moral support for the beast you know she's not you know banging right. people over the head with dressers or something like uh, she just doesn't demonstrate anything. If I had to pick somebody, it would be somebody who was willing to get into it and not just be the moral support. Even though moral support is important, like, again, with Beast being so strong and so big of a character, like, she's the perfect complement for him. But if you take Beast out of the picture, just like with Aurora, you take the prince out of the picture, they're kind of not at the... In the front lines, not who you would want. Right. Absolutely. And again, like it's, you know, points for courage. Again, she has a lot of the virtues. Yep. She's someone who you would definitely want to be part of your team. But if it's coming down to it, she's not someone who I necessarily want out there with me. Yeah. I will say musically, though, Belle is probably. She dominates. Yeah. She's my favorite musically. I think she's kind of an interesting singer, too, because she's almost a classic opera style opera style singer uh but also she's in her movies in the early 90s so she's moving into uh more modern styles as well so it's this really good mix of old school new school like her songs are are some of the best oh yeah no no no. i i think she handily wins the third category Mm -hmm. but Unfortunately, and people are free to take issue with the categories that I've picked if you don't like the outcomes, but they're the ones we're working with. And unfortunately, in those categories, which I maintain yep. are key for leadership of a nation, <sighs> Bell falls short. So Ariel, Ariel stomps through w. our number one seed. Gosh, dang it, man. That one, that one, to the... I love Ariel, but boy, that one hurts me. I, like I, would, it's been, it's you, been a rough back to back couple for you between Merida yeah. going down to Pocahontas and now yeah. Ariel taking Bell out. My bracket would be shot if I was going just off my heart and not off of some sort. Oh of, yeah, you know. Oh, if this okay. was an NCAA tournament thing, we'd be in trouble. Yeah, I'd be done. Uh, all right, so now we've got Cinderella versus Jasmine, mm. and this is, I I'm afraid this one looks to me like there's a really good chance that we're looking at another. 3-0 and o on yeah. this one. Well, here's the thing I want to uh, point out really quick is that this is where some of the princesses are going to favor. And the, the princesses that are already a princess are going to be more favorable in this tournament than the uh, cottage girl who becomes a princess. And that's a fair point. And you it's know? also, I also feel like it's worth pointing out that uh, Jasmine... So Jasmine and Belle were both 1991, and so they're kind of the last two that qualified because of our random date picking 
yeah. for the old school bracket. And I feel so whereas Bell didn't necessarily have the opportunity to really capitalize on it, this is where I think we're starting to see some of the modern takes on going against the idea of the damsel yep. in distress princess really yep. kind of kick in. Yeah. So agreed. Leadership. Leadership again, Cinderella, wonderful leadership of the household and all of these kinds of things. Yeah. But Jasmine actually in spite of her father's desire that she be married to have someone else run the show, she's clearly not looking for that. She has a really strong sense of self-identity. She has a very clear kind of moral ethical code Mm -hmm. for what she will and won't stand for and is practiced at the political intrigue and games involved in maintaining her leverage and her power Right. As we see with the way she and her pet tiger, which is also a huge thing to have in your corner, managed to drive out. Yeah, Raja's great. And managed to drive out some of the would-be sultans who are hoping to marry in and get that power. Also, direct confrontation. I mean, when Jafar is at peak power and telling everybody to bow, she stared him down. Even when her father bowed down, she stepped up, looked him in the eye, so... You're not Absolutely. going to get anybody um, much sturdier than than Jasmine, I think. And again, like also with Jafar, when a distraction was needed, the willingness to to play to her strengths, to know what Jafar needed to see and hear to keep him distracted long enough to get Al into position. You know, she mm-hmm, was mm-hmm. she she's wily. She knows how to use her leverage. Yeah, and so for the leadership edge, I've got to give it to her. Absolutely. In a fight, in a fight, we don't see a ton from her in fights, but she's got some serious agility. She's uh, she's quick on the move. Yeah, I was gonna say she and at again, least tried. She has a pet tiger, and she has a pet tiger. <laughs> That's true. Worst case scenario, Raja bite him. Yeah, right. I. I like, kind of agree and at the end there with Jafar like even though she ended up getting stuck in an hourglass like she was still trying like she was gonna do something she didn't know what but she at least still tried she she was defeated by magic and not by a door with a lock (laughs) so gosh dang those doors I know that's over it's a vast oversimplification but it is also still true Um, oh is it is it untasteful or distasteful if i make a blonde joke with cinderella and a door holding her back like is that wrong is that wrong okay i'll stop All well right. I, I i i would feel like i would have to point out the fact that the door was actually locked she wasn't just pushing a pull or something like that <laughs> okay in a fight so i feel like that was probably the distasteful way <laughs> we'll give it to jasmine in a fight as well right yeah agree. okay definitely and then now the singing actually though as I'm thinking about it. So Jasmine had like, well, no, actually I take it back. I was going to say she, she didn't have a ton of songs and that is true, but like her part in a whole new world is uh-huh. iconic. Uh, and yeah, I honestly, I really do. I feel like this is another three Oh sweep in my mind. Um, unless there's a song Cinderella sings that really catches your, the only thing I can compare is that Cinderella's, staying power or her her song is much more 
Like when you go to Disney, her song is written on the wall and Jasmine's is not. That's true. You know, like it's. That's true. And also she carries it on her own. Yeah, it's it's staying power. So I, I would give music to Cinderella, okay. but still Jasmine comes out with the W. Yeah, I, I, I think that's fair. I hadn't thought about that. That's true. At the parks, Cinderella is ubiquitous. Mm-hmm. She is everywhere. Yep. Okay. So into the new school where we've got Anna versus Rapunzel. And again, much like Ooh. in the past rounds, we've already talked about Rapunzel. Mm-hmm. And so for the most part, what we're really looking at here is kind of a focus on Anna and comparing her to what we've already said about Rapunzel. In terms of leadership, Anna is perhaps the most airheaded princess Disney has ever attempted. Mm. I mean, she is definitely at- a criticism on previous princesses. So like they are taking shots at Aurora and snow with Anna like a bit 100 that idea of that idea of like her wanting to marry Hans right away love at first sight uh, yep mm-hmm she's so and, and in all honesty uh, and again there's growth that happens over the course of the movie so it's not as bad by the end and so mm-hmm. gotta say that yeah but she is incredibly naive yep and makes a lot of desperate bad decisions for yeah. desperate for interaction and affection. Mm-hmm. And even though that is improved drastically by the end of the movie, and she has had her heart broken uh, into a million little pieces by Hans and everything. And that's a, that's a wake up call. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure she's, she's a lot better, but from a leadership perspective, uh, I feel like Rapunzel's Rapunzel's ability to draw the best out of people as opposed to, Anna's assumption that the best is what people will give you has me more confident in Rapunzel as a leader than it does Anna. Yeah, me. And they're both similarly sheltered to where I wouldn't expect, I wouldn't have a whole lot of hopes for either one of them individually being the one handling the negotiations. Yeah. I, um, I feel like for me, the reason why I give it to Rapunzel is because Anna is the kind of with some of the other princesses we've seen, she created her own problem. So she takes one step back in order to take two steps forward. Whereas Rapunzel doesn't Rapunzel is in a bad spot and she moves forward constantly. So she doesn't take a one step back. She just makes two steps forward and ends up where she's at. And so you don't really see Rapunzel creating a mess for herself. You see her just moving forward, driving, driving, driving. And so that's why I would completely give it to Rapunzel for leadership. And I would agree with that. And again, in a fight, there are not a whole lot. Now that Merida has been defeated, there's not a whole lot of people who in a fight I'm going to give a huge edge to over Rapunzel. I tell now, you what, though, man, Anna is Anna can hold her own. Yeah, she is. She is. Absolutely. Uh, and apparently can throw a heck of a punch. Oh, yeah. She knocked on. Yeah, that was a good punch. And she faced him it. real quick. <laughs> she faced the snow jet like she ain't she ain't scared. You know? No, absolutely. And uh, the going to Hans, the you know, she was sacrificing herself, and that like she, literally fearless. I mean, she doesn't show any fear, partly because she might be too dumb to know that she should be afraid. Um, well, and that, that's so a no, harsh like, statement, but you know, yeah, what I, mean? I was gonna like, say she she's airheaded, but I think like she's she's aware of the choices and the sacrifices she's making when she's making those. Um. I feel like anyway, but she, 
she doesn't have that same ability to really follow through on it. Mm-hmm. That it's like she'll face anything down. She's not going to back away from it. So that's what she and Rapunzel have in common. But like Rapunzel, we see like actually trading blows. And whereas yeah, and problem solving. Like Anna faces turns and faces the snow giant and Kristoff has to save her. He's like, You're ridiculous. You gutsy, cool, but you would have gotten stomped. Whereas you see Rapunzel right. faces something much bigger than her, and you'll actually watch her problem solve and come out on top. Yeah. So I think it's a lot closer than I anticipated, but I still would give Rapunzel the edge. Yep, agreed. As far as music goes, I would say I enjoy Rapunzel's songs a lot, and probably I probably enjoy them more and would enjoy listening to them more than the ones from Frozen. But it's, again, really hard to get away from just how iconic the Frozen songs are. But and Anna has some great ones. She does, but the really iconic one is Elsa. The powerhouse in that movie is Elsa. And I'm actually not a big fan of Kristen Bell's voice. Like she, like the beginning one, um, Do You Want to Build a Snowman, is a great song. It's a lot of fun. But Kristen Bell's voice is not my favorite voice. Like you can tell that she's an actress who who can sing versus Mandy Moore, who is a singer doing voice acting. You know what I mean? And that's fair. That's fair. Um Okay, so then Rapunzel takes it on another 3-0. For me, I... I I would agree. I'll I'll agree with that. I I would agree. I think uh, you're right. Elsa's song is definitely the bellwether that really carries Mm -hmm. the music of that one. Um, But I think the other thing, too, where I would lean towards Rapunzel is that I feel like she carries more of the songs on her own. The ones from Anna that I really like tend to be kind of duets. Like, even knowing what a scuzzball Hans actually ends up being, the song that they have together is fantastic. I love mm. that song. Oh, that's true. It is. They're a lot of fun, yeah. But in terms of, like, just powerhouse moments, I would give it to Rapunzel on that. Yep. So closing out round two, then, we've got Pocahontas versus Moana. Mm, yeah. So leadership... Leadership, I tend to go Moana here. Uh, They actually show her being trained to be a leader. They show her being trained to be a leader, and they also show her going well beyond that training, recognizing a problem that even though Mm -hmm. those around her don't want to acknowledge it, she takes it seriously, and she, at great personal risk, goes out of her way to solve that problem without much support. Like the only person who supports her is the loony dies girl. literally right before. Yeah. And dies like right before yeah. she takes off. Wow. That's true. So, um, yeah, I, I feel like Moana gets an edge there. Cause again, Pocahontas has strong leadership skills, mm-hmm. her ability to negotiate and prevent that war and everything. It, it's strong. But again, I feel like, uh, the lengths that Moana goes to for it mm-hmm. and the things that she faces down for it. And this is part of the advantage that Moana has being based in mythology rather than yeah. being based in history. The things she has to overcome are of a scale that like Pocahontas just can't really be asked to compete against. That's 
That's very true. Now, I mean, the one thing I would say is Moana is a little hot-headed, whereas Pocahontas is very even keel. Like, you're not going to get, um, you know, any crazy action out of Pocahontas. She's going to be your, your steady rock, whereas Moana... That's very true. Moana, she can get fired up a little bit, but um, she always... I, th- I still think Moana is who I would want, because even if she's hot-headed, she still problem solves she still learns and adjusts and grows with it and you know i i like well and we see her take some pretty systematic approaches like when the when the coconuts are failing she starts going through these lists of solutions and each time one of them is shot down she's got another one ready to go Mm -hmm. and like eventually it comes to look the island is dying we've got to do something drastic here and but yeah but at the same time like she was going through that whole list she uh, was not, even though it was being brought to her as a new thing, she was ready for it. She was not caught off guard. Well put, yeah. Um, so yeah, I'd give that to Moana. I And the fight is hands down. I mean, Pocahontas, again, yep. being a hippie pacifist, she doesn't fight at all. Uh, Moana throws down pretty legit, right. too. Like, I, I oh, actually, yeah. it's I mean, one of my favorite things about her. <laughs> Well, and again, like when you look at the scale of things that she throws down against, like sure, Maui does a lot of the heavy lifting in some of the fights, um, but Moana holds her own and keeps in it mm-hmm. uh, without yeah. any, especially once she is not in the water, without any boosts from Mother Ocean that seems to have chosen her. Right. And so she manages to go up against the gigantic crab. She manages to... Uh, steer her ship well enough to face down the freaking volcano island monster thing that scene that scene is so good it's great and she jumps the whole ship with all the coconuts i mean she smacks coconuts around like she's hands down it's moana uh for the fight Well, and she goes toe-to-toe with the demigod maui as well right yeah like like not in a not in a serious fight but like doesn't back down from him yeah looks him in the eye yeah so music-wise, though, again, I think this is a clean sweep. Moana's song mm-hmm. is one of my favorite songs. I love her song. Oh, absolutely. No, no, it's great. And the voice, like, everything about it is, it's one of my favorite Disney songs of all. Like, it is yep. my favorite. I agree. So I think we got a pretty clean sweep I there, think it's right? A... Yep. Clean sweep on Moana. And so now we're into the uh, the final four. Yep, semifinals. Here we go. Where we've, Yeah, we got Ariel versus Jasmine in old school. So the queen of the Ooh. old school princesses, which is a really fun thing to say. Uh, Ariel versus Jasmine. Okay. Leadership. And this is, you know, so here we're looking at a situation where both of them are born princesses. Mm-hmm. But... One of them, an only child, and the other, the youngest of seven, and clearly spoiled, absolutely rotten. Yep. Like, she, I she, I yeah. don't get the impression she heard the word no more than twice before we get to the movie. Yeah. You know what the, I mean? Like, yeah. in her maturity is or the, 16, whatever it was, years. Yeah, maturity is definitely the clear distinction between Ariel and Jasmine. Jasmine is yeah. much more mature than than Ariel is. And right. Ariel Jasmine could go into a room of powerful leaders and hold her own and be someone who clearly belonged there. 
and aerial people would be wondering where her parents are. Yep. Yeah. And so that's that's for me, that's a easy win there for Jasmine. I'd go yep, agreed. In a fight? Hmm. Eh, no, that's that's tougher. I feel like that's again That's pretty so, even. Because neither Jasmine one of them really did a, a lot of fighting. That's true. They're both largely in support roles. Um, so let's change it from direct hand-to-hand combat to if you're going out to throw down, like more of a country, like a war versus a yeah. fist fight, fisticuffs, who would you go with? I think I would go with Jasmine. I think so, too. Uh, and it's one of those things where it's like, so I would say I feel like if I were going into a two-on-two battle, I think I would actually probably bring Ariel because she's much more, uh, I would say, adaptable. Like she's going to be able to adjust to anything on the fly and come up with something and try and make it work. But if I'm looking for actual tactics and planning and strategy, Jasmine is so so calm and thoughtful as she's making out these plans and things. I think we can probably will be in a good spot if she's in charge of it. Yeah, I agree. I yeah, I I think so too. And again, the maturity part is just if you want somebody making decisions, you don't want somebody who had to take a step back to take two steps forward like Ariel did. Uh, right. Ariel demonstrated a lot of bad decision making going to the witch in the first place. Jasmine was just, you know, you. I guess you could say her going out into the city was bad decisions, but it really, it. I don't think it was. The there were same. no major problems that came from that. Yeah, and it really wasn't. It was just her wanting to go do something, not completely disown what she was. She just wanted to go see outside the wall because she was sheltered and. I feel like that's right. semi reasonable, but yeah, I I think so too. Musically, so that's it's got to yeah. be Ariel, though, right? I mean, I would agree because again, Ariel carries some songs on her own. Uh, she is regarded as something of a virtuoso in her own universe, mm-hmm. uh, whereas Jasmine, again, it's she doesn't really it's a sing. duet, yeah. And it's an incredibly wonderful duet, but like, that's kind of it. Yeah, but when it comes down to still it, a, Jasmine pulls. That's up still a two-one win for Jasmine. Yep. So yep. Jasmine is our old school rep, <sighs> and now we've got Rapunzel versus Moana. This one gives me anxiety. And I'll be honest, I am, I am. You know what? I don't know what to think of this. So this, I knew this was going to happen because these are my two favorite princesses. Uh, I mean, I love Belle. Actually, Belle's one of my favorites. Uh, I have a right Beauty and the Beast figure on my desk here because it was our cake topper at our wedding so bell's a big deal for us but rapunzel and moana written by the same people directed by the same people like they are the same creators between rapunzel and moana and you can see a lot of it in the animation and the character dynamics the way they move mm-hmm. the way the hair moves the way the hair is actually like part of the character totally the same well, creators. Even in terms of the the side characters in terms of the i mean like their their assistants so with like mm-hmm. flynn and maui like they're also that like very reluctant hero slash sidekick as it turns out in these movies, and they're they're all you know? very pragmatic. 
You know, like yep. Flynn is the only, like I saw a meme and it made me laugh because it was so real. And they're like, Flynn is the most sane person in the Disney universe because she has magic oh, yeah. hair and he freaks out, you know, like he's logical. Yep. Magic hair isn't normal. And so these creators made two of the most, um, not realistic isn't the word, but I mean like the most believable, f- full of life characters. And that's why... Either way this goes, this is going to be uh, both. It'll be bittersweet either way, I think. So I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. So leadership-wise, I mean, we said that Moana, we saw her get trained. Uh, Rapunzel, you actually have to kind of lean into the TV show more because the TV show is where you see her learning, but you, you're watching her trial by error. You don't see her technically trained like Moana was. Right. And for that reason, I would give an edge to Moana there. Like, it's not a one-sided domination thing, but I would give the edge to Moana. Uh, Also Mm. because her training started so young when it's so formative. Yeah. Whereas Rapunzel's early training is everything scary and bad. And she overcame that magnificently. Yeah. But her formative years, like that... I feel like there's got to be some scar tissue in the psyche from that That's that valid. Moana doesn't necessarily have. That's valid, I think. In a fight? Gosh, man. dang it. That one's hard because these chicks both throw down. Like, they're yeah, they're legit. Um, the only thing, so, again, leaning into the TV show over um, just the movies. Like, if it was just the movies, it would be almost one for one even, but when you lean into the TV show for Rapunzel and she gets her magic hair back and she doesn't just have magic healing hair. She has like magic destructive hair too. So she Rapunzel is becoming extraordinarily powerful. So she is not just a princess with long hair and a frying pan. She has magic in her fighting as well. So at the end of the second season, Rapunzel is tremendously powerful uh, she's, so she doesn't have it she doesn't have it under control yet but i mean she's right. she's got the hand to hand but then she is becoming magically powerful as well so here's the thing i would give a i would give a slight edge to rapunzel here over moana uh, and i say slight because it's gonna kind of come down to where is it happening because if you're by the ocean moana's got the edge Mm-hmm. because you know the the ocean has shown no real hesitation in like helping her and cooperating with her but once on stuff but once the stone was returned did the will the ocean continue to help her the heart i don't know like it's not really well so it, but it happened like even to give her the heart, remember? Right. So it wasn't just because she had the heart that it was happening. She was okay. chosen by the ocean. So the ocean is almost um, like a god force kind of a thing, right? Like it's not it's not going to go away. It's still going to like her after the heart is returned to, to Fiji. Exactly. Okay. Well, and also even even if the even if the ocean isn't intentionally doing anything, if it's at sea, again having watched her battle a freaking living island. Mm-hmm. from a boat mm-hmm. i feel like she's got to be given a significant edge in just you know just being able to be stable while right. fighting on a moving base like that um but, but 
It's kind of like Aquaman. That's a very limited battlefield edge. (laughs) It's a very limited battlefield edge. And so, whereas whereas Rapunzel brings her advantage with her wherever she goes, Mm -hmm. uh, if you don't let Moana pick the battlefront, she's got the edge. So I would give, again, I would give the edge to Rapunzel here. Okay. Which brings us to the music. And man, does that hurt. Man, does that hurt. It does. Um, Crap. Because Moana's song, I love it. And and freaking A. Rapunzel's song is both fun and but I gotta be honest with you, the charm in Rapunzel's songs comes from my deep love of Zachary Levi, uh, who <laughs> I also didn't know, but has an amazing singing voice. Like Flynn Flynn's singing is next level, and it's tremendously better than Maui's. Yeah. Uh, but oh, absolutely! You know, a lot of that comes from I'm a huge, huge Zachary Levi fan, and so you know she gets a lot of bonus points from me just by being associated with him. Uh, I don't know, man. But I feel like if we're evaluating, if we're evaluating them, trying as much as possible to take out of consideration. The, the co-stars and the duets and things and focusing on their actual music chops. Yeah. Dang I it. Probably, I would probably give the edge to Moana. That song is just so good from Moana. Yeah. Okay. Dang it. And and again, remember, this is... I, I, already, I, I literally just on a hairbreadth got rid of my favorite. Uh, Ugh. That one hurts. That one. So, that one cuts deep, but I li- I do like Moana a lot. But so we ended up with a battle of the two seeds for the championship here: Jasmine versus Moana. I like that. Only did Jasmine have a bye? She did have a bye. Okay, but both of them did. Yeah. Yeah, but they're so the two Jasmine seeds. Okay. beat Cinderella and Ariel, and Moana beat Pocahontas and Rapunzel to get to where they're at. So. So which one had to go through the toughest track to get there? Um, Cinderella and Ariel versus Rapunzel and Pocahontas. So honestly, I think they're fairly even paths yeah. uh, because I think both of them kind of steamroll Cinderella and Pocahontas are not like actual threats. They were, you know, we're yep. the inclusions. They belong on the list, but realistically, they were they they were lucky. They got favorable matchups in the first round. They should have been out in the first round. There you go. Okay. Uh, All right. But then you look at who they had to beat, like Ariel and Rapunzel, to get in, and those are two of the genuine powerhouses of the Disney princess world. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think th- this is. I know this, who this I'm one, pulling for, but, yeah. but let's see how it goes. Okay, so leadership-wise, both of them established. Moana, we, we've said multiple times, we've seen her be trained as a leader. We've seen her face it, make the hard decisions, the big decisions. Uh, we've seen, ja- you would assume, Jasmine is also well-schooled because she's very mature. She demonstrates um, that she knows the law, but she doesn't like it, and she's trying to find ways around the law. And... She's faced, you know, Jafar head on confrontation. Yep. 
both of them solid. I feel like Jasmine might be a still a little bit more mature than Moana. Again, I think Jasmine might actually even be like one of the older princesses. I don't know how old she is. I I think she is. And I think uh, Mo- I could have I could have looked that up, but I think Moana is kind of like right in the middle amongst most of them. Uh so and and you see that a little bit, but I mean the impact I think of the leadership, Moana has a bigger impact on their on her universe than Jasmine's does. I think that's true. But if we're using the criterion, the criteria when we set out, which was uh, how excited would you be to have them as your as your ruler? That's where I think because of the maturity, I would still lean Jasmine. Yeah. Like Moana, I would I would not be opposed to living under her rule, but there would still be a very real part of me. That would like sometimes wonder, is this that wanderlust that she never really got rid of? Yeah, like if you, up? if you had, you know, your your crew was hanging out, like she would definitely be the coolest kid in the room. But yeah, I feel like you're right. Jasmine is going to be an actual royal type of leader. That's fair. OK, well, and, and it's one of those things, too. I think both of them are trying to escape their situations in the movie. Mm-hmm. But whereas... Moana is seeking to escape into greater freedom. I mean, she moves past it and really like owns the leadership role. Yep. But like her, her initial desire is to escape into more freedom for herself, more self-determination. Whereas Jasmine seems to desire actually, she wants to be leading. She doesn't want to be uh, just arm candy for someone. She's seeking some more of that, Mm. Uh, power and authority which suggests to me that she's thought about how she would want to use it probably a little bit more than moana has at this point fair point and so i'd feel slightly more confident with jasmine in charge but but when it comes to a fight this one's kind of a clear like even though jasmine doesn't you know turn away i mean it's very much like anna yeah she's got the courage but she doesn't necessarily have the skills to follow through on it okay so then Moana so it, is going to pretty handily gets the, win with the white. Yep. Yep. And when it comes to honestly, this, considering Jasmine already was losing, she already lost to, to Belle, I mean, not to Belle, to Ariel in the singing. Yep. Uh, Moana's and such a powerhouse in the I song. still think Moana is a, I think Moana, because it's a Disney princess competition, I think that her musical chops give her the win. I think you're right, man. I think Jasmine, and, and it's funny how some of these played out and how like their story, they're kind of a victim of their story. Like Jasmine is in Aladdin's story. So Aladdin is the head of that story. And so Jasmine doesn't yep. get that spotlight. She doesn't get the songs that Moana does, you know, and, oh, absolutely, and just like yeah. Aurora, you know, she's asleep the whole friggin' movie. So she doesn't get the attention <laughs> or the songs that, that happened and right. so the story's kind well, of aurora especially aurora especially goes from being like this child just in the care of the fairies so with no real agency for her own to being asleep yeah and so no real agency for her own she she spends most of the most of the movie is basically a prop in her own story yeah holy cow so are we lit- are we 
comfortable coming out and saying that we have determined Moana as the best Disney princess, the winning Disney princess. The one princess to rule them all. Yeah, you know what? I think... <laughs> and into the darkness, bind them. Okay, now that went serious. Okay, no, she's not... Yeah, that, that, Not ooh, sorry. Hey. <laughs> no, no, that, we, we'll save that for when we're uh, <laughs> deciding who of the Disney villains is the greatest. Um, yeah, no, I think I'm... Dude, I think that's solid, again, though. Like, it's not my preference, but I really... I But that the fact that it wasn't my preference, honestly, I feel like kind of validates it in a weird way for me. Because it's like, you know what? No, this means that we really thought it through. We mm-hmm, talked it through mm-hmm. and this is where we ended up. And I'm, I'm okay with it. And, I, and I'm and i I'm totally okay with it too because, again, same creators as Rapunzel, which is one of my favorite movies. Uh, same creators, yes. so the same dynamics. The character is strong. She's flawed. She overcomes. She's not, you know, overly, um, like, not on the nose feminist. So she is equal in the world and she's operating next to strong males equal and all of these things. She demonstrates all of these things. The art style is beautiful and unique to that island, uh, to the yep. island style. Uh, I feel like they're pretty true to the mythology to some degree, you know, as true as Disney is ever true to mythology. <laughs> right. But, you know, Moana is a super solid all the way through movie. There are some, you know, like we can nitpick it if we were going to say, you know, uh, there's always some breakdowns in these stories when you bring in magic and logic and stuff like that. But oh yeah, when it comes down to it, Moana is a really solid. And as a dad of two daughters, I'm totally on board with Moana being a winner in this group. Like I'm, I'm on board with that. All right, cool, man. That was a lot of fun. I did not anticipate. Remember when we were talking about this? And you <laughs> yeah. were worried whether it would be like enough content. <laughs> I know. I think we took this. A little more serious than we probably even expected us to and <laughs> probably tremendously more serious than everybody in the world is expecting us to so uh hopefully all of you enjoyed, mission accomplished then yeah hopefully all of you enjoyed this as much as we did uh i'm heading off on vacation uh, actually no by the time you guys listen to this one i will have been back from vacation and uh we'll try to recap that a little bit there i'll have seen quite a few princesses myself so uh, if I see Moana, I'll let her know that she won the throwdown and uh, see if I can't uh, get a video of it or something and, and we'll go from there. So that'd be fantastic. All man. right. With that, man, I'm burnt. Whew. Oh, yeah. I hear you. OK, I got with that. We will say adieu. All right. So we have a professional, a authoritative voice to help us with our um, discussion in depth ad nauseum on who the best princess is okay well you're just gonna jump right to it then huh okay so why don't you first tell everybody who you are brooklyn brooklyn how old are you five when did you turn five just like a little while ago huh The 24th. There you go. Okay. Uh, so you're five years old. Where are you getting ready to go? Disney World. Disney World. Have you ever been to Disney World before? No. Do you think it's going to be awesome? Yeah. Okay. What, what are you most looking forward to at Disney World? Seeing my whole family. <laughs> the whole family is going too, huh? All your cousins and 
aunts and uncles and everybody, huh? Yeah. Yeah, okay. All right, so you clearly stated up front, unbashful, unafraid, uncontested, that Belle is the best princess. Yeah? Mm-hmm. That's, she's your favorite? Yes. And you think she's the best? Yes. Why do you think Bella's I the best? I like her. Just talking to the microphone. It's just me and you talking. I like because she likes to read, and I like to read. That's a good reason. She does read a lot of books, huh? Uh, have you ever been in a library like her library? Nah, not fancy, but I have been in a library. Yeah, hers is really big and fancy, huh? Uh, what about her dress? Because I, I, as superficial as it is, I mean, a princess is always judged by her dress, right? I like her yellow dress better. You her yellow one, the best. Yeah. Yeah. You think it's better than Cinderella's blue or Aurora's pink? You like the yellow one? Mm-hmm. Oh, I caused some doubt in your mind there. No, you're holding on to the yellow. Okay, what else do you like about her? Well, I like that she loves her dad. She does love her dad, doesn't she? Uh, what's her dad's name? I don't remember. Crazy old Maurice. That's his name. You, you think you have something in similar there with her? Oh, fiddlesticks. Yeah. You think you have a crazy old man too? I don't make you any... all. Yeah, I am. I don't make any fun inventions though. Why am I crazy? Because you always be silly. Yeah. Well. Hard to argue with you on that point, not going to lie. Okay, so just to make sure, there's no doubt, Belle is the best princess. She's better than Rapunzel? No. Oh, but you said Belle's the best princess. She's the best, but Rapunzel's the best best. The be- So there, okay. So is there a best best best? Like how many bests are there? So if there's a number one, who's got number one? Okay, there's nothing better than number one. Who's number one? Belle. Belle. Okay, so she's the she's the bestest. Who's number two? Rapunzel. Rapunzel. Okay. Who's number three? Who's your third favorite? Um, Cinderella. You like Cinderella. Okay. So, yeah. So why do you like Rapunzel? Well, I just like her. Okay, that's fair. Hey, I mean that you don't always have to have a reason for everything. You know? Um, why do you like Cinderella? Well, I like the color of her dress. You like the blue, huh? Mhm. Mhm. Okay. All right. Is uh, what should we consider when we're thinking about who the best princess is? What do you think makes the best princess? Rapunzel. Well, no, not who is the best princess. What <laughs> qualities of Human nature, what virtues make for a good princess? What does that mean? It means uh, what qualities, like, uh, I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> uh, what, what things make a princess special? Well, I like the colorful Pendo's dress. Well, the, the colors are important, but what about... Uh, like being honest or nice to animals or friendly or loving their dad, like things like that. What kind of things? Because all the princesses have their different virtues. What makes them spe- the things that make them special? What is, uh, what uh, what things do you think 
make a princess special. Loving your daddy. I think that's a pretty important one too. If I, if I in this situation right now have to pick one, I think that is probably going to be one of my top-rated virtues among princesses. Because that's kind of your situation, huh? Yeah. Yeah, you're a princess. Spoiled rotten one, huh? And I also like the color of a tail, and I like it so long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there's a pink body in her hair. Yeah. But what about the in the show? Her friend betrayed her. What do you think about that? No. No what? What do you mean? What do you? Th- what you just said. I don't like it. Her friend betrayed her. That's kind of messed up, huh? They were supposed to be best friends, and then she was her friend became a jerk. Jerky McJerk face. Oh, brother. Yeah, I know. All right. Okay, well, there you have it. Wow! The What was that? <laughs> okay, so there you have it. The best princess, according to our five-year-old authoritative opinion columnist. It's Belle and Rapunzel and Cinderella. There you go. One, two, and three. Boom! Yay, I'm still saying the good to Disney World! Hey everyone, thanks again for listening to another Inkledoo podcast. We hope you really enjoyed it. We really enjoyed making it. If you did enjoy it, please do us a favor and make sure to share it on all your own social media so that other people can find us and enjoy us as well. 